Hello, I'm Coach Pav and welcome to Pavcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing how to fuel for sport tips in Grand Fondos. Most often the quickest win for my new clients is the way we look at nutrition. I'm an advocate for eating healthy as often as possible. Mostly this consists of a diet high in fruits and vegetables, grains, healthy fats and lean or plant-based proteins. Eating little processed foods, refined sugar, trans fats and often just drinking water or some form of electrolyte mix is my go-to advice. Typically, the one time I deviate from this is when fueling a long intense ride something that might mimic a sportive or grand fondo, or in fact, be the event itself. So discuss today, why fuel differently for long, more intense rides? The science of fueling for cycling, developing your grand fondo nutritional plan, including what to eat three hours prior, what to eat 30 minutes prior, and what to eat per hour of training, and why you should train and test out your nutrition plan. Why fuel differently for long, more intense rides? This is simply thanks to the way your body supplies energy to your muscles over different intensities. When riding at a low intensity, if you have adapted your body to be fueled efficiently by fat, your body might be solely fueled by your fat stores. However, as you push the intensity up, your body starts to burn more carbohydrates as part of the fuel mix. Given your body has limited stores of carbohydrates stored in your body as glycogen, you will want to give it a helping hand by ingesting some more. The science of fueling for cycling. Mostly, our gut will process a maximum of 90 grams of carbohydrates in one hour. Provided this mix is from two different sources, glucose maltodextrin starch for 60 grams and fructose for the other 30 grams. There is some science that suggests that with adequate time to adapt the gut, we might be able to push this up to 120 grams of carbohydrates per hour, something that has shown to be beneficial in a study of ultra-endurance events and multi-day races. There are four calories per gram of carbohydrate, so we know that you can ingest 360 calories per hour or 480 calories if you spend more time adapting your gut. If you're using a power meter to measure and monitor your rides, you will know that, often, you might burn considerably more than this per hour, even on your longer rides. Of course, your body has a large quantity of carbohydrates stored throughout the body. The normal range of glycogen stores is anywhere between 300 and 860 grams or 1200 to 3440 calories. The average tends to sit around 550 grams or 2200 calories, depending on numerous factors. In the highly unlikely event that you start your training ride at full glycogen capacity, you will have two and a half hours burning 880 calories per hour. This might be on the higher side for you, but you can see the challenge you're faced with when you're having to fuel a long and hard ride. Of course, we can confuse the matter even further by including the amount of energy you can convert from your fat stores per hour. At lower intensities, you might be able to go the entire ride without eating, as your body will be capable of converting your fat stores to glycogen. But at this intensity, the fuel your body is preferring is glycogen, so I recommend developing a nutrition plan focused on that. Developing your Grand Fonda Nutrition Plan Over this chapter, I'll break down my thoughts on how to fuel these long rides. Remember that carbs are king on these types of ride, and if you're eating enough of them, you probably don't need to worry about eating or supplementing protein 
as you'll see from some of the example recipes that I'm going to mention. Note that you might consider making twice as much of the oats, then you can eat one as your recovery meal too. What to eat around three hours prior to starting? Three hours prior to the start of your event or ride is the last chance to ensure you start with the most amount of glycogen in your system. However, you will want to minimise the risk of a sugar crash right before the start of your ride, so slow-release carbs are what you need to focus on here. Here's a suggestion of what to eat around three hours before your long and intense training ride. 100 to 150 grams of oats, a shake or smoothie made with plant-based milk, for example soy, oat or nut, a handful of greens, for example kale or spinach, half a banana, a handful of your favourite fruit, strawberries are great here, half a tablespoon of seed or nut butter, make sure you get a good quality one, and then some blueberries to top, frozen works great if you're going to cook your oats. Make the shake and smoothie, then add it to the oats and either cook it or eat it raw. To save time, you can leave it in the fridge overnight for awesome overnight oats. This simple to make and nutritious meal will pack at least 750 calories including at least 125 grams of carbs, 36 grams of protein and 18 grams of healthy fats. Remember to give your gut enough time to digest this, especially given protein and fat can take longer to digest than carbs, hence why I recommend this needs to be eaten around 3 hours before you start. Apologies to those who now need to get up really early to get this eaten. What to eat around 30 minutes prior. With just 30 minutes to go until the start of your ride or event, we are just looking to give your body a little boost and potentially time a slight increase in blood sugar and caffeine levels with the start of your ride. This one is really simple, but often people tend to overthink it or get it wrong. Try not to eat anything other than carbs right now, and they can be more sugary for a quicker release of energy. Fruit is a great example, but anything that you would normally eat during the ride is also good here. Here is my simple suggestion for what to eat 30 minutes prior to your long, more intense training ride. Banana and a black coffee. It's that simple. What to eat per hour of training. Once you start riding, don't worry about eating in the first hour, but from hour one, eat every 15 minutes thereafter, and you're going to want to be eating little and often. However, what you eat is a little more tricky. Remember that you are aiming for 90 grams of carbohydrates, made up of 60 grams of glucose, maltodextrin or starch, and 30 grams of fructose. You might be surprised how much food this actually is, especially per hour. I often tell my clients to eat solid food for the first half of the ride, then move on to more sugary forms of food, finishing with energy, taken in liquid form only. This is often the gut's most preferred manner. Starting with an energy drink can make it more difficult to go back to solid foods later on, when your body is craving really fast-release energy. Of course, this will not be perfect, and this is one of the reasons you should test this out in training. Here's my recommendation for what types of food to fuel your ride with. In the first half of the ride, bars, jam sandwiches and other solid food. In the second half of the ride, gels, candy or sweets and dried fruit. And in the last push, energy drink. If you are buying anything from a store or using sports products, gels, candy sweets, sports drinks, anything like that, it can be near impossible to identify which source of carbs your food falls into. If you can't find out the breakdown of the food, you really only have two options for working out quantities and combinations, best guess or make your own. Best guess. If you're opting to best guess what manufacturers are putting in their products, the challenge being not the ingredients but the quantity and the carbohydrate type, the best advice you will get here is to test this out in training. Write down a rough plan of what you'll eat per hour that will meet the desired amount of carbs per hour, keep a diary of what you are eating per hour, how you felt, and any significant findings. Make your own. There are plenty of recipes available online that will help you make your own products, from bars to drinks. Google is your friend here. Try searching for a recipe based on your favourite ride snack and then either having a go at making it, 
or use the info as part of the best guessing what the original bar had. Another factor to watch out for is using fruit, including dried, in recipes. Most people assume that fructose is the sole carb type in fruit, when in fact it's an equal mix of glycogen and fructose, just to make this a little more complicated. For an affordable, easy to make and tasty solution, here's a recipe for the perfect cycling energy drink. Bolt purchased non-GMO maltodextrin powder, 60 grams. Bolt purchased non-GMO fructose powder, 30 grams, and a pinch of salt. Note that this is a lot of powder to add to a drinks bottle, so you might want to dissolve this into a dispenser and then fill your bottles. Just remember to work out how much you would drink per hour. A good place to start might be one large beaten of 710 milliliters of water per portion mentioned above. You may have already spotted the biggest challenge here. How will you take this with you on a ride or at a sportive or grand fondo? In reality, unless you are riding circles around a base or have support, you probably won't. It will be important to research what aid stations have available and fuel with what they have. Thankfully, you might find it easier to identify the type of carb in sports drink. Ultimately, this is a great way to save money and learn a lot about how to personalise your Grand Fondo nutritional plan. Why you should train with and test out your nutrition plan. If you're aiming to get towards that 120 grams of carbohydrates per hour, you simply don't have a choice. You will need a solid 8-12 to 12 weeks of slowly increasing the amount of food you're ingesting per hour. You'll know if you get it wrong, your gut will tell you. It'll be bloated, sore, and you might even start to struggle breathing smoothly. There's not really any danger, but it won't be a pleasant riding experience, and you should always consult a professional before starting to fuel like this. For those of you content with 90 grams per hour, you're probably wondering how you'll even eat this much anyway. Testing this out is the difference between your body using the potential energy you've eaten for fuel and your body trying to find a way to digest the food you've eaten. Sluggishness and gastrointestinal distress are two common symptoms with overeating, and even though you shouldn't need to adapt your gut to 90 grams of carbs, your gut will struggle with this amount the first time. That's even if you manage to eat that much. You will feel very full, and most people dislike this sensation, especially when you're trying to ride fast. Planning some similar rides into your Grand Fondo training plan will give you a great opportunity to test this and many other event-specific factors ahead of the main day. Most of all, remember to enjoy this process and reach out if you need help. So thank you everybody. That's the end of my How to Fuel for Sportive and Grand Fondos podcast. I hope you've really enjoyed this. If you're on my website, please make sure you subscribe to my mailing list so you don't miss any new content. And if you're listening on my podcast, please make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Thank you everybody. I'm Coach Pav. This has been Pavcast and have an awesome day.